You are now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod, a podcast giving you a candid glimpse into the world of super terrific Uber Ducks. But you can call us studs. I'm Blaze. I'm Meech. Gay scenes on screens is what we're getting into this week. So let's get into it. Homie, drop the beat. keeping it real raw and off the cuff and we welcome you to the show even though seeing it on tv had nothing to do with my gay it was seeing it that made me proud to say i was born this way so this week we're getting into our favorite shows and flicks that are full of that good gay shit before we start meech how you doing this week i'm doing pretty good um passed one of my certification exams so i'm pretty proud of that i'm um, still out <laughs> yeah, insert woo-hoo. cheer sound here <laughs> <laughs> for sure uh you know still um still trying to excel though so i'm still studying for a few more things maybe looking to change my job role a little bit um exploring a couple different things you know still trying to explore more sources of income that i can get into and um trying to live my best corona (laughs) life as i can (laughs) what you been up to um you know just working um it was uh nikki's birthday this past week so right. um did some uh celebrating there you know slight celebration i gave her present early so it wasn't any unwrapping but um she likes my meat <laughs> so um she really likes it like i like to like smoke things you know what i'm saying like smoke ribs and smoke things like that um and smoke chicken you know on the grill and shit oh, okay. like that so um uh, even though I had to work, I smoked um, beef ribs because we don't do pork, no pork mm-hmm. on the pork. So um, um, I smoked beef ribs and made um, her favorite is like Brussels sprouts. So I cook, I cooked that, and um, that was her birthday dinner. Since we can't really do go out like that, you know what I'm saying? Right. And and it was cool. Um, we had a nice, quiet evening at home and just relaxed and chilled and. Laying on the sofa, chilling. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. So and um, but that was like it. Like my whole the whole week really has been about um, gearing up for her birthday. You know, like I had to mm-hmm. season the season the food and get the grill ready so that I could be working at the same time. You right, know what I'm <laughs> multitasking. So, yeah, so it was really been about the the lead up to getting everything ready for her birthday and waking up early so I could put a banner up. Um, I think that's going to be the house happy birthday banner now because she put it up for my birthday and when <laughs> oh, my birthday okay. happened COVID had just started so I'm like this thing is going from birthday to birthday so yeah let's see if we see it next year <laughs> for my birthday <laughs> but yeah I mean you know it's been pretty pretty chill other than that um I haven't really done any of the things outside that I need to do but it's been raining too so mm. um you know kind of prevented that and like I said I've been trying to get ready for the event that is Nikki's birthday so yeah <laughs> yeah that's it but um let's go ahead and pop some peas and pay homage to some well-known and not so well-known studs butches and other masculine presented women that have made moves or are making moves that help make us seen in our segment called popping peas this week we're shining the spotlight on a talented and awesomely creative film industry pioneer 
we are honored to pop one for Cheryl Dunier. Realizing the lack of black female representation in film while working on a school project in the early 90s, Cheryl set out to create her own mark. Her contribution came in the way of her landmark film, The Watermelon Woman, making her the first black lesbian director of a feature film. Lighthearted and entertaining, the film star Cheryl, who plays the main character as she goes on an exploration to find the watermelon woman. Widespread critical acclaim and an outstanding narrative award from LA Outfest and an award for best feature film from the Berlin International Film Festival is proof that this film and its director were popping. How did you feel about the movie? Um, I thought it was a pretty good movie, you know, for its time. It was interesting to, you know, I always think it's interesting to see how masculine women tried to represent for us back in the days. Right. And, right. you know, I just wanted to support it just because, you know, she was bold enough to do it and mm-hmm. pave the way for other people to be able to to do the same thing. Even even if it wasn't, you know, I mean, it did get some some awards, but, you know, it didn't make it to the big, it big like screen. It was like a blockbuster you know I mean? film, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's probably more of like a cult following type film, I would think, than... Yeah. It's definitely a niche, you know what I'm saying? Like a, mm-hmm. a, a, a niche film that... Not everybody. I mean, I don't know how many straight guys are going to be wanting to watch Watermelon Woman. But for um, lesbians of color, you know, Mm -hmm. femme, stud, you know, however you dyke, whatever you identify as, um, I think it's interesting, like you said, to see, especially like back in the 90s when we were kids and weren't even, and now that I'm an adult, it's, um, I just realized how totally oblivious I was to all of the gay shit that was exactly. <laughs> going on, yeah. going on around <laughs> me, you know what I'm saying? But yes, I mean, and I mean, when I first watched the movie and I first saw it, like I just came across it, I didn't realize that it was such a groundbreaking film, especially mm-hmm. for its time, you know what I'm saying? But it just lets you know that the groundwork has been laid long ago, creating the foundation for this generation that we have now like the lena waifs and things like that like that started way long ago so right yeah speaking of black lgbtq plus entertainment let's slide into stewed peas we all want to be and feel seen the value of seeing yourself in your entertainment is immeasurable for many reasons none more important than the notion that whatever you see you can be Though there are an increasing number of movies and TV shows that incorporate members of the LGBTQ plus community, those that can be considered as favorites in either form are few and far between. So this week, we're hoping to find a few that we love and you do too. Uh, Meech, do you remember like your first, or what are some of your favorite um, gay TV shows or gay films specifically, Um, especially with black people in it? With black, yeah. I mean, of course, I'll have to say. Well, the first that I can remember where I ever saw like a black lesbian couple on screen was like an old movie, like The Women of Brewster Place. And I remember my mom watching it, mm-hmm. and I had to be, I had to be like really young, and I was just like, "Wow, you know, that's on TV." Hmm. Um, but then you know, after that, I didn't, I don't recall, like you said, being aware of it you know like when I was younger I just Mm. remember seeing like little specks of gay people here and there in different shows and different movies but there was never really like a full show until I saw the L word and I didn't even really see representation of me 
in it mm-hmm. but it was like it was dope to me because it was like oh, a show full of lesbians and i was like oh wow you know like like i'm a lesbian i have to watch this, yeah right? like yeah exactly <laughs> so i watched it like and i came across it by accident like i came home turned on the tv and it was on and i was like oh shit there's two girls kissing on tv and i sat down and watched it and then went back and bought the other season so i could watch it oh, but man, he was hooked down there. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um that i remember watching queer as folk yeah. But that was, you know, like gay folk, guys, right? yeah. and there but, was you know, like a lesbian. Was the um, was the uh, like the parent to Elward? Like it was a Elward yeah. was a spinoff of Queer as Folk. Yeah. So I remembered watching that. Um, Noah's Ark. Yeah, Noah's Ark. Um, but and you know, that was just black people. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, you know, because it was black people in that, so I definitely tuned into that. And then, of course, you have like you know the Cleos from Set It Off. That was my movie. Yeah. Every, that was everybody's movie. But I think I think um, still to this day, like that was such that's such an iconic role for right gay women, gay black masculine masculine women. That's like the mm-hmm. she's just an icon. You know what I'm saying? Like she's right. just 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 an icon, and it's it's crazy. Like the love for Queen Latifah is ridiculous. I wish she yeah. loved us back as much as, <laughs> as we loved her. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there's nothing she can do. I remember seeing Queen Latifah in concert and I just knew she was gay because she had on um, a DuPont jacket and the DuPont jacket was rainbow color. Oh, nice. And it was like, you know, like the old, like the NASCAR um, yeah, racing jackets back about. in the day. Yeah. It, yeah, it used to be the style yeah. at one point and she had one on when I was seeing her in concert and I was like, oh, she's got the rainbow on. She's got to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> My mom actually pulled mine out the closet. I was like, "You still have this?" Oh man, yes. So I definitely, I need, I had to get me one of those jackets after I saw. Yeah. <laughs> after <laughs> after I saw that, um, I think, yeah, Noah's Ark. You mentioned Noah's Ark. Um, True Blood wasn't a gay show necessarily, but it had gay characters, right. gay characters in it. Um, which you know, that's we started being more and more. Um, on the on the screen and shit. Uh, there's a show now. I don't remember. I, I, it's got to be Netflix, but I, it's called Sex Education. Have you ever seen that one? No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's not a gay show again, but there's a gay character that's prominent in the show, and it's a gay oh, okay. black male character that's prominent in okay. the show. Um, of course, we have the new um, the new um, L word. Yeah, I watched that one too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anything with gay people in it, I'm like, all right, I gotta watch it. Right, you know? like I'm soaking this up like a sponge. Just like speaking of Lena Waithe, which we mentioned earlier, um, her show Twenties that was on BT oh, yeah. with um Jennifer mm-hmm. T. Gibbs, who is a, a great actress. I mean, um, at least she she played the role. I don't know how far fetched it really was because I don't know her in real life, but it seems like that's her. But right. um, it was great to see somebody like us. Finally, for real on, on TV. The big screen. Yeah, yeah. Like, for real, for real. Of course, there's always the wire with Snoop. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. about the wire. How can I, I forget about, about Snoop? Snoop? I know. <laughs> Can't forget about Snoop, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mentioned the last episode um, in Greenpeace um, about bananas and cucumber, which is another BBC uh, gay show. That, yeah. That's on there. Yeah. Um, that's pretty good. Um, as far as movies, I mean, um. There's Pariah. Have you have you ever oh, seen yeah, Pariah? Pariah? Yeah, yep. yeah. Pariah is a it's a good one and definitely a good one. 
um, old school um, She Hate Me with Kerry Washington. And um, oh no, I've never seen that. Oh what? A lot of a so. lot of um, you're not gonna you're not gonna probably have good feelings about it at the end. It was just the fact that she was a lesbian in in the movie. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like it's the classic. She's a lesbian, but there's dick around. So then next thing uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> now she wants dick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yes. So there's that. Um, have you, did you see Moonlight? Did you watch Moonlight? Yeah, I saw Moonlight. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about how you feel or how you guys feel, but I felt even closer because it was like a Miami filmed in Miami. Yeah, yeah. So Miami on Miami. <laughs> That's when so, I was out there too. Yeah. So I, I felt like it hit home. Uh, yeah, exactly. I felt so much so much closer to to that movie. Some connection to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um ironically while I was doing research and trying to find movies, like I'm always trying to find movies, especially gay movies, especially gay black movies, like mm-hmm. um there's this movie on Netflix, Tangerine. Oh that, okay. Did you ever see Tangerine? Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh I don't think so. <laughs> so when I when I selected that, we were under Nikki's Netflix profile, and she always swears me up and down that I ruined her profile for life because <laughs> it's about a um, trans woman who is um, working the streets. <laughs> you oh, know okay. what I'm saying? And it's yeah. just interesting um, situation. Uh, the new shit we got going on is is uh, I was gonna say the pink, but it's not. <laughs> It's not called the pink. Um, P Valley. Did, have you seen P Valley? Oh no, nah, I heard about it. That's next on the list for me to watch. I just been so far in my head in the books. I haven't caught up on shows. Right. One, oh well, I did catch up on Pose. Pose. I have. I'm Nikki's into Pose. Uh, I okay. I haven't really sunk my teeth into that one yet. So how do yeah. how do you feel about Pose? Are you like interested in? Um. Or? Yeah, I was actually interested in it because, like, you know, honestly, I don't really know much about the trans community. Mm. And it takes place, of course, in New York. So I felt, you know, a connection to it because of that. And it takes place, like, back in the day. So you kind of see, like, all the stuff that trans people go through. You know, they, of course, they have gay characters. They have some lesbian characters also. But I like the fact that they actually use trans actors mm-hmm. or act- mm-hmm. yeah, actors in the show mm-hmm. um but you know the acting is questionable but um it actually turned out to be a good show i binged it you know a couple weekends ago so i like it i think you know i'm here for supporting the community just because it helps get us out there and you know creates a way for more of us to be seen and heard i think the more that people see us they realize we're not so some freak you know what I'm saying? I'm like whatever right. we've been painted to be in in their minds. Um, there's there's a movie. It's an older movie, and it's called Mississippi Damned. Mm-hmm. And in it, um, there's a girl who's struggling with her sexuality. She's obviously like a a masculine woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she has to go through um, so much with her family. To and with the chick that she's with, like it's just it it it, it upset me a little bit, like the the movie, 
just as a butch person, I think, and a oh, butch person as a stud and as a um, somebody who's lived through situations where um, women presented themselves one day one way and then they met like you know a dude and they decided that they're gonna uh, try to live, yeah. try to live that life. Um, there's another show on Showtime that comes on after L Word, and I can't remember the name of it right now. It's with a um, a butch woman, and she was dating a trans person. Oh wow! Yeah, it comes on right after L Word. It just started this this year, and I can't think of the name of it right now to save my life. I even stayed up to watch that show past my bedtime. <laughs> oh, work in progress. That's what it is. Work in progress. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was a pretty um that was a pretty interesting. <laughs> that was a pretty yeah. interesting show. Yeah. Um I, I I would love to see more. Like, um, did you ever see Pimp with um Kiki Palmer? No, I never saw that. I saw like the previews and stuff, but I actually never got to watch it. Yeah, she's obviously not a butch person, but she plays um, yeah. this pimp. And, I mean, knowing that there's probably so many um, masculine-presenting women out there that could have really played that role. Mm-hmm. No hate towards Kiki, of course, you know what I'm saying? But it's sort of like something with the trans situation. Like, I feel like, go ahead and let that, let a real person fill that fill that role, you right. know what I'm saying? Now let's get into wild peas, or the part of the show where we share and answer some of the most wild questions we've seen on the internet. This week's question is: Would you fuck a married woman? <laughs> um, my grown-up, <laughs> more mature answer now is definitely no, because I'm married, basically. <laughs> um. But have I? I'm pretty sure the answer is yes. Yeah, I was about to say, I have. <laughs> and I would, if I wasn't a married person. Yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't married. If I was single still, I would do it just for kicks. Listen. No strings attached. Yes. Married, engaged. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, this chick used to come over my house just for that. You know, just yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just for that, she would be like, "Yo, he's going blah blah blah." Now that I look back on it, I'm like, "Why? Why did I subject myself to that?" But of course, I was young and I didn't really care. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was just like, "Whatever," you know, slinging this strap, <laughs> <laughs> slinging this strap left and right. So uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't against my. Uh, my code uh, mm-hmm. back in the day definitely definitely was not against my code. And she was engaged yeah. and she was like imminently getting married. I'm like, you sure you want to get married? Because <laughs> what you're doing here does not I'm like, you coming, lead me to believe that you want to get married. Too. For real. And you coming, <laughs> you coming kind of frequently too. So I'm oh, trying wow. to figure out what's going Damn. on. Yes. Yes. That's that so was crazy. that. And then the marriage, you know, that was the one with a husband. Oh, put, yeah. Put the, 
<laughs> but he tried to shoot me. Yeah, he tried to shoot me or whatever, and I had to block. And then even years later, like I had to block her on social media just because. And it's it's a shame because I had a really good friend um, that we shared, and I can't mm-hmm. trust. I can't trust that he's not trying to um, link me oh, up. To, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah, set you up. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I actually yeah. had to say no to a married woman because. Her husband was my barber, and I don't cross those lines. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I can't. That's my barber, yo. I can't fuck that up. For real. That's definitely a relationship you got to yeah. make sure. <laughs> for real. That was, I think that was like one of the ones that was tough for me. I was like, God, no, nah, it's my barber. I'm sorry. And she's still like, still be trying to do something. No, thank you. I'm like, I, I, you know, as many times as I've said yes, I probably said no way, yeah, <laughs> way more times. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always been like certain situations. It wasn't always just like um, just being a hoe, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was uh, it was what it was at the time, and I was wild and free. Definitely <laughs> would think it twice about it now, but. Then I wasn't even thinking about all that. I was just like, yeah. sure, you want to come over? Yeah. All right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you got trees? Like, I'm not doing nothing right now. The club don't even open for another couple hours. Like, right. Yeah. And crazy used to be the married women that I work with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't married. Yes, you're right. <laughs> but you are. So. Right. You're going to stay over there because your, your husband might come in here and shoot me. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Trust but it's crazy, like, the married woman, like, they just be looking, like, they approach you most of the time. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? That's and they're supposedly anyway. straight. That's what got me a right. little freaked out about this, um, um, Jessica Betts and, um, Niecy Nash situation. Yeah. Because I'm all for loving who you want to love. Like, I'm, obviously, I'm gay as they come, right? But, but, it just makes me worried that now straight women are going to be like, oh, look at Nisi. Yeah. Let me try that on. For real. Like, look at that <laughs> smile. I, I want to smile like right. that, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Like, she is happy. Let me try to find For out. Real. Let me try to find out what's going on there. So, I'm like, next thing you know, straight women are just going to be doing all kinds but of things. But I, I think they've always been trying to see what, what the life is about. What they do on the low, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, when you when you have it in your face like that and they just smiling and just so yeah. happy and she's just like, I tried dick twice and it just didn't work out. I just said, love with her soul. Her soul is so beautiful. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> she it's a good thing you're married. Yeah. I know. To so be single right now. Safe. Well, not right now during Corona times, but yeah, no, <laughs> gotta be extra, extra careful. I know. Gotta put two condoms on the dick. Uh, okay. If you would like to submit a question for Wild Peace, shoot us an email at two studs in a pod at gmail.com. That's T W O studs in a pod at gmail.com. And on that note, we're going to end the show here. Don't forget to follow Two Studs in a Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Catch a glimpse of us behind the scenes on IG at the homie Meech and on Twitter at homie Meech. 
can follow Mish. And for me, it's at its.me.blaze on the IG and it's me blaze 2 on Twitter. Two Studs in a Pod is streaming on major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and now tune in. As we like to say, gratitude is the attitude. So thank you for lending us your ear. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs>